Let me let me uh, let me replay the the fifteen seconds that we said we we started we started it's eight thirty three we're calling the meeting to order, uh, and item two is discussion approval of FY twenty twenty four budget and this is um, why don't we have Mr Milano and Ms Dexter kick this off. Sure, thank you. Um, I put together a quick um, five slides just to kind of reframe where we're at and to provide some updates since we last spoke. So I will run through those now. Obviously, jump in any questions along the way. All right. So, um, you know, we discussed a bit about the revenue um, projections in our last conversation. I just wanted to show it a little bit more visually so everybody understood uh, where we were coming from on it. Um, I'm showing here our revenue projections for fiscal 24. And um, each, you know, the major categories, um, our current plugs for what the estimates that we have are, as well as um, those that are, are truly estimates at this point. So as you can see, we've we've accounted for the annual two, prop two and a half levy increase of about $2.3 million. We have new growth in at $850,000. Um, last year, it was closer to about $1.1, $1.2 million. So I think um, this is a place that we've discussed that there might be um, an adjustment in the coming weeks as we get a better handle on what our new growth figures will be for fiscal 24. Um, last year, I just wanted to point out that um, the Hendry's project at Central Station uh, mostly finished by the time our fiscal 23 new growth figure came in. So that accounted for a, a big portion, but there are other projects ongoing in Milton, including Walcott Woods, um, that will um, help new growth out in fiscal 24. Um, local receipts is just all of our receipts that, you know, building permit fees, um, trash sticker fees, motor vehicle excise taxes. So that's that big category there. Um, we're bumping that estimate up a, a bit in fiscal 24 as we continue to come out of the impacts that we saw in local receipts um, during the COVID, um, you know, impacts from the pandemic that we experienced in the last few years. We feel pretty good about that. I wouldn't expect uh, much change on that front. Um, Third category, fourth category I've listed there is state aid. Um, again, this is, I would say, a pretty conservative estimate because we're not accounting for the typical increases that Milton has received over the past few years since the um, passing the Student Opportunity Act. Um, at the Massachusetts, the Mass Municipal Association meeting, um, annual meeting that was held last week, Governor Healy did make comments about the importance of being clear and transparent and upfront with municipalities about what they should expect for state aid. Um, and knowing she's a new governor, um, we expect her budget a little bit later than is typical, but we're hoping to get a more clarity on that state aid um, information in the coming weeks. And that is a place we anticipate certainly an increase in revenue um, over what we have budgeted, but um, until we have those hard numbers, we'll probably keep it where it is just for now. Um, Nick, can I can I interrupt just for a minute? Sure. That state aid number, does that include the Chapter 70? Yes, that is all um, Chapter 70 oh. and um, unrestricted government general government aid that comes directly to the town. Okay, Amy? Um, it does not, it only includes like 135,000 increase, not the potential that right. Glenn had spoken about at the last meeting. This is the most conservative number mm -hmm. in terms of what we may get for state aid. Certainly. Okay, thanks, Nick. 
Yep. Um, and then in terms of enterprise fund indirect costs, that's a small figure that, that we'll continue to work on. That is monies that are budget, you know, services and benefits that are budgeted in our general fund that are paid back by the enterprise funds. Um, the other two pieces, free cash is still an unknown at this date. Um, we did receive communication from the Division of Local Services last week that they're working on Milton now. So we hope to have news on that soon. Um, obviously, that's the big piece um, that is outstanding. Um, and we're hoping to have news as soon as we do. We will share that. Um, but nothing as of yet. Uh, and lastly, overlay, which is um, money is set aside and what's called the overlay reserve for property tax abatements um, and collections. So we are currently, you know, putting in, taking out the same amount that we have in, in our budgeting process as we have in the past few years. As we go through the budgeting process, we might be able to um, change that a little bit to, to keep some more money in the general fund, but we'll keep an eye on that. This The town's big revaluation is coming up next year. So um, any year that we'd want to have more in the overlay, this is it. So um, probably limited to be gained from that, if anything. Um, so that's big picture in terms of the revenues. Happy to take any questions at this point if anybody has any. Questions, comments? On we go. I just want to say, Aid is oh. trying to get into the meeting, but it the um, the the town clerk's website is blocking her from getting access to coming in for some reason. Oh. Well, I think she. I think she's on the blocked list. I think she, that's. that's <laughs> I think she's on that list. I was too, but somehow I got over it. <laughs> I'll um take a moment and send her the link separately now. All right. <laughs> While you're doing that, Nick, on the on the overlay release, um, I know sometimes in the past we've gone back several. The uh, had the assessors go back several years. So you know, I mean, this is a what's in the overlay now is a con is a combination of contributions from a bunch of different years um, for various things that were either in dispute or whatever. Um, I know in the past, sometimes we ask them to go back and look at, you know, five years old, six years old, see if any of that stuff is still active. In, in, in some cases, we've been able to free up a little bit of uh, reserve that way. I recognize going into this year, probably the contribution is going to be at, at least as big as it normally is. Um, Agreed, and, and that's something we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on as we move forward here. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pain in the butt to go back, you know, all those years and try to figure out which of these the issue these issues is still active. But once every few years, it's absolutely worth doing just to clear out some of the uh, basically encumbrances in the in the overlay that may no longer be necessary. Agreed. Ada has joined now. Oh, great. Yay. All right. All right. So just um, as a recap in terms of our budget process, um, guidance went out to department heads in the fall. Um, and, you know, we provided guidance that department heads should submit um, a level service budget. Since then, as you well know, at our last meeting, uh, we had um, gone back and spoken again with department heads, asked them for any supplemental requests. And as I had indicated, we had these conversations in our budget meetings in the fall, but um, we went through a more formal request process with our department heads. And I'll run through 
um, what those look like um, just at a high level um, as summary kind of fashion as to what we receive from department heads um, so far. Um, but first, in terms of our shared expenses, um, uh, employee benefits and other expenses, this is just a run through of, of where we're at in terms of increases from last year. So group insurance, which includes health insurance and life insurance, predominantly health insurance expenses, uh, we have at an 8% increase. Um, that changes if um, you know full-time employees are brought on board under uh, uh, the needs-based budget to closer to an 11% increase. Um, again, at this stage, I would classify that as a, an estimate, and we're hopeful that as we move through this process with um, our, our rep in terms of health insurance that we're able to narrow that down and get a, um, a better number. But typically, they tell us at this stage budget between a 6 and an 8% increase, um, so we've taken that 8% number for now. Milton retirement, um, so that's a 7% increase to transfer over to the retirement system. General insurances, property and liability, workers comp. Um, those increases have been a little bit stronger in the past few years, but again, we're still at an early phase. So we budgeted a 12% increase there. Blue Hills Voke, we have at a 36% increase. That's about $300,000. We're hoping again that we'll get um, our typical notification from them as to what we can plan to budget for, and that'll be below that figure. Um, debt service. So debt service is going up. But um, that's just with projects that we've bonded over and approved for bonding over the past few years. I will note that we are going out to sale uh, for our bonds and some short-term notes next week. So we'll be able to um, nail that number down after that bond sale next week um, and hope that the estimates that we've plugged in to date are, um, are conservative and we anticipate that we will be. We did have our ratings call last week and we had our AAA rating affirmed which is good news and hopefully will mean um, that we'll get the um, our low interest rate as we typically have been, but this market has been a little bit crazy on the interest rate front, so it'll be a little tricky. Um, and then just not included is anything for our capital budget, um, which typically would be funded by a combination of new bond authorizations and or free cash and any transfer to general stabilization, which again is typically um, paid out of a free cash um, transfer to general stabilization to keep building up the town's reserves. Uh, the other thing I'll note is that OPEB, we have adopted, the select board has adopted a policy related to OPEB trust that we will make a contribution of $100,000 for the next three years. And then once the pension system is fully funded, um, start funding that at a higher amount. So we anticipate a $100,000 contribution to the OPEB trust, which would, again, we would typically pull that out of our free cash um, certification. So Glenn? that's the big picture numbers here. Glenn? Uh, just to say, I talked to my counterpart at Blue Hills uh, last week. Um, we expect to have our actual numbers from Blue Hills uh, within a couple of days. They, um, she was working on them at the end of last week. Uh, the 36% is based on the fact that we went up from uh, 41 to 50 uh, students at Blue Hills from last year to this year. So there'll be a substantial increase due to our percentage of the um, of the enrollment. Their overall enrollment has not gone up. So it will we will be picking up a, a bigger picture. But at that point, she didn't know where the contribution from um, their access and deficiency account and things like that would be. So it wasn't clear that the increase is linear to the uh, uh, our increase in enrollment. So hopefully we'll have a better picture in the next couple of days. 
Okay, so over the past week, we've pulled together supplemental requests from department heads. I'll just run through um, what we've received. Um, the police department has asked that their uh, mental health clinician, which has been funded by ARPA, um, be rolled into the general fund budget. Uh, and uh, I'll just add that a piece of this is that um, it's harder, it's been harder for them to recruit when it, we can't commit to that that's a full-time position. And I know that's the case for a lot of these ARPA-funded positions, but that's um, the rationale behind there. Two additional officers to um, supplement community um, services, traffic um, enforcement um, in that department. Uh, the police department overall has faced um, staffing issues and vacancies um, like many departments in Massachusetts. Um, fires asked for an assistant fire chief as well as four firefighters some additional monies for training. The four firefighters would be added to the ladder. So an additional um, firefighter on the ladder for all, each of the four groups. Currently that ladder is staffed by one firefighter, each group. Um, public works, We this is where you'll see a lot of um, attention paid to traffic issues that we hear from residents. Um, requests for a traffic engineer, requests for money to do use our traffic model, um, you know, buy traffic calming materials and, um, other materials, we have experienced an increase in this, particularly in vehicle parts. So there was an increase in a request for additional money for vehicle parts. Um, and lastly, snow and ice. Um, I think this is an annual um, issue, but we budget $160,000 for snow and ice. The actual spend averagely is averaging about $500,000. So we're going into winters, you know, um, knowing that we're chasing the actual cost for that winter. Um, you know, hopefully this this quiet winter stays quiet, but that is a, um, a deficit that we typically face on an annual basis. Health has asked for their community health social worker, which is an ARPA funded position for one year. Um, so that would expire this fall if it's not funded in the budget. Um, go ahead, I, I saw a hand raised if you wanna ask now while we're on this. Since I'm on the school side, I'm not sure if, if, if I am allowed to ask this question. So if I'm not, somebody say something. Um, for the police, do they currently have a mental health clinician and they're hoping to keep that person by rolling them onto the general fund? So they've, they've benefited from jail diversion program grants and they've brought in staffing. Um, this position was to be a dedicated Milton, Milton person for um, through ARPA that would be to make that position permanent full-time and here to stay. Um, so it's, yes, we've had it, but we've benefited from grants. We've had grants to pay for it. If the grants went away, we would lose it. So this is to try to bring it in-house um, here, here in Milton. And, it, and it's an existing ARPA-funded position. Correct. With someone sitting in it right now. Right. Yeah, the position is vacant currently. Oh. This, this ARPA-funded position has not been able to have been filled so oh. far. Okay. And we're hearing, you know, a contributing factor to that is the fact that we can't state that it's, you know, it's a grant funded limited duration position currently. Thank you. Mike, Betty has her hand up. Hi, okay. Um, I was thinking that that was a position that we shared. I thought we had like a halftime mental health clinician affiliated with the police department that we shared with another community. Is that the same position that is currently th that you're hoping to make a full-time position? That's the jail that's the, the grant fund and jail diversion position. This would be okay. a separate standalone full-time employee. And do we still have the jail diversion person or no? I be I believe so. I haven't heard otherwise. I'll I'll check okay. the screen and get back to you on that question. All right. 
Um, so I mentioned the health department, um, select board, town administrator. So I am in our level service budget. I've asked to, to take two positions, the money for two positions and, and roll that into one and a needs-based budget. I would um, try to keep one of those positions if, if um, possible. This is to add an assistant town administrator. And then the additional FTE here would be to have a procurement officer slash management analyst just to, um, to keep that staffing in our office if possible. Um, Betty, is that is that a new hand or an old hand that you have up? <laughs> uh, so I, you know, the schools we've um, discussed some of the requests around that the school department had. I won't um, try to <laughs> explain those in terms of um, not knowing the the full details. And we did have a long conversation about it last week. So special education, the ARPA positions, just general staffing support, um, which again is, is what we've heard from um, our other town departments across the board. Information technology has asked for additional money for both hardware and software, as well as some other nominal projects. You know, this is, we had money cut out of this budget a few years ago that was used to replace computers on, a, on an annual basis. Um, so just in terms of being able to keep our machines up to date, um, and for software, it's in nothing specific, but as things come up, it'd be nice to have that money available to, to buy new software as we try to modernize systems around Town Hall. A good example is the fact that we are updating our website. Um, that costs money not only upfront, but also on an annual basis to have an improved website. Our, our user fee will be a bit more expensive. If we were to try to implement DocuSign, it's a little bit more expensive on an annual basis. So these attempts to modernize around Town Hall um, across departments um, are not free, unfortunately. Um, consolidated facilities asked for additional uh, $20,000 for HVAC projects across town and school facilities. Um, those systems have been running, especially in the past few years, more than they have historically. So that would help um, start, you know, increase our repair and maintenance budget for those um, systems. Library, these two, the reference librarian and part-time library assistant request that we've heard um, before from library trustees, the budget, you know, these positions have been approved by the personnel board, but not funded. Um, and they had some other small increases, including around books and materials. Parks and recreation, uh, additional money for grounds and building maintenance, additional money for their gym buddies program, and then cemetery asked for additional funds to do some soil screening so that they can reuse um, soil down at the cemetery. So that's just truly a high level um, of what we we heard from um, departments over the past week, um, just formalizing their supplemental request that we had discussed in the fall. Um, and just to kind of tie it all together, if we take these requests and plug them into our, um, our budget with our projections, we're looking at about a $6.4, $6.3 million deficit um, all in. Once we, you know, we plug in those shared expenses and we plug in those need space requested requests that we've heard from departments um, and put it all together. All right, thank you, Nick. Um, sure. and, 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 and just a reminder on the, the level service budget, the, the deficit for that that we talked about last week. That was, and Amy, you'll have to help me out. I don't have the figure. I think it's close to 3.6, 3.7. Um, I think it's 3.6. I think that was 3.6. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, questions, comments? Um, oh, I see a member of our warrant committee. Um, and uh, <laughs> typically, 
since since he's a member of the warrant committee, why don't we uh, why don't we let Jay uh, uh, comment? Uh, Jay, do you have a a comment? I, I apologize. I raised my hand a while ago because I couldn't log on. I had the same problem as Ada, and I was oh. just, I was trying to offer technical support. Oh, okay. Are you are you are you you're on now though, right? I yeah. The link on. the link from the town meeting to town website did not work. I mean, okay. maybe this is all water under the bridge. I don't know if any other members of the public were trying to log on and couldn't. Okay, but if you put in the number, it worked. Right. So, um, so hopefully that 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 will get people in who want to be need and want to be in. Okay. Uh, other comments and questions on the FY twenty four budget. Uh, Aaron. Um, real quick, Mike, I, I just wanted to thank Nick and Amy for going back and um, and talking to all the departments. I think this is a really um, in-depth and eye-opening um, of where we are as a town and what is needed. Um, I'm specifically thinking of some of the positions that were in there, um, the the position, the assistant town moder or town, town administrator position, the police uh, mental health position, and the traffic items. Um, that is an ongoing issue that we hear from uh, everybody across town, um, without a doubt. So there's a lot of things in there that I really think um, if our town knew about that they would um, support. So I, I really appreciate um, you guys going back and asking for it. It's a big number. I'm not surprised. I'm sure that there was more that people wanted that they um, that they didn't ask for. Um, but I think this really helps us put this into perspective of where we are as a town um, and what is what's missing that could help um, our daily lives. So thank you guys for that. Other comments or questions? Um, so so, uh, so it seems to me, I, I'll, I'll offer a couple of uh, observations. One, it seems that the $6.3 million deficit would form the basis for an override budget, seems to me. Um, uh, that that uh, I mean we I don't think it was explicitly uh, labeled as an override budget, but I think if we talk about needs, then that's uh, that would form the basis for an override budget uh, if we can't if we can't um, uh, bridge the gap and meet the deficit. Um, so on that score, it seems to me we still have work to do uh, on 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 the revenue side to try to get a, a fix on the free cash number on the state aid number. I know that's going to be in flux, but we try to get a better fix on that uh, and the new growth number um, and the insurance numbers on the on the expenditure side. But it seems to me we, we, the, the 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 effort over the next week or two or more is to really get uh, a fix on what our real revenue number is. It seems to me we still have some some um, some known unknowns on the on the revenue side and then on the on the expense side seems to me the effort at this point may be uh and again this is the town administrator's budget the town administrator has the obligation to submit a balanced budget seems to me the effort at this point might be for the town administrator to go back to the departments in town and uh see if there's anything we can do on the expense side just to bridge that gap um and um and uh and so I, that's the way i view it right we're trying to we're trying to see if see if there's a way to bridge the gap may not be depending on what, how revenue comes in and and what the needs are um but to the extent that there is movement on the revenue side and the opportunity for movement on the expense side that gets us closer um then we may have some it may have some policy decisions to make um and if it doesn't then we have a 
a bigger policy decision to make on whether we come up with we have two budgets, uh, you know, an override budget and a and and I assume well, a, the 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 alternative to an override budget, if if we need it, would be a budget uh, a balanced budget short of that. And so uh, even on even on the the um, even on the level service uh, budget, we'd have to we've got some revenue to make up on that side. So there's some some significant work on that side, and and coming up with a a, a balanced budget that would be presented as an alternative to an override budget if we go to town meeting with two budgets. So that's kind of my sense of where we are. And my hope is that we, you know, if we get a free cash number uh, this week, um, if we get some more information, if we can kind of talk to the assessors about new growth, um, not sure if we'll get any, anything further on state aid in the next week, but my thought is, you know, to, to come back at this uh, next Monday, if that's convenient for all and, and see where we are. Um, Selena? Yes, hi, thank you, Mike. Um, so I had a, a couple of questions. One is, um, I guess, what's the tipping point um, in terms of that gap that sort of would tell us as a town that we need an override, no override, sort of exactly what, what that is, uh, or like the range. Um, and also timing of when we would make that decision and I guess who the we is that is making that decision on the override and uh, excuse sort of, uh, you know, the ignorance here, but I'm new to this. So I'm just trying to understand the process. No, not at all. And, 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 and that's really a select board decision, uh, whether to put uh, two alternative budgets um, on the warrant for town meeting and to move forward on that. So, so to, to answer your question, second question, it's a select, it's a select board decision. Um, and on your first question, um, what the tipping point is, I think that's really art more than science. Um, you know, the, I, I think it's fair to say that the question is, you know, the way I look at it, everyone can look at it differently because it's, as I said, I think it's more art than science. And, and it's really um, uh, going to the voters with a number that, um, that you think the voters will accept uh, if you want to try to get something passed, right? What, what, what people will vote for? Right. I mean, and that's, as you can, you know, that and, and different people will have different ideas. I don't know. I haven't really come to ground on what I think the number is. I will tell you that years ago, we used to think there, there used to be a thought that the sweet, sweet spot, some people thought was between three and four million. Um, but that's many years ago. Glenn may have more insight on that. Uh, certainly does have more insight on that than I do, Glenn. I just wanted to say that. Um, Part of it is what are you going to get if you uh, pass an override, and the other part is what are you going to lose if you don't? Um, right. Because even looking at the level service budget at 3.6 out at this point, that is a hefty amount to try to make up. Um, you know, if we were at 2.5, I'd say, yeah, I think we can do that with you know increased state aid and this and that and the other. But 3.6 is a lot. Um, you know, you don't close that without you know rating free cash and doing all other sorts of things that you really don't want to do uh, because that money is needed for other things. So I think ultimately it's going to come down to, you know, you'll get, you'll get this if you pass an override and you'll lose this if you don't. And there's no steady state in the middle. I mean, it's, it's going to be, I think, a, a choose one or the other. And that's generally 
how we've gotten to an override in the past is we were faced with that situation. We had to say we can't sustain our operations this year. So do we cut things or do we put it to the voters and say, are you happy with us cutting it? Or do we want to try to make some inroads to stay afloat for uh, hopefully three to five more years? Um, and I think that's probably one way or another where we're going to end up. Um, and and I'll, I'll offer two things. One is, uh, one thing that I forgot was in the exercise moving forward to ask uh, the departments, I think it could be useful to inquire of the departments, um, things that can be uh, funded as one time, uh, because that is a much more, um, uh, much more acceptable use of free cash. Uh, so if the departments can identify one time funding that is in that 3.6 or the 6.3, then that would be helpful. Um, and two, uh, Glenn just mentioned, you know, thinking that or, or, or uh, structuring a budget, an override budget that can uh, set you up for the next three to five years. Doesn't seem to me that either the 3.6 or the 6.3 does that. So there may be some additional funds that, uh, you know, goes into the, the, the art, goes into the mix of deciding uh, if we want to go out for an override budget, what that number should be. Other comments or questions? Mike? Yes, Erin. Um, sorry, I, one of Selena's questions, and I, I actually have it too, that she just asked about was um, timing. Mm, ah, so yeah. I, I think that I had just moved to town. Maybe I'd been here for a couple of years when we had the last override. I don't remember anything about the timing. So can you can you help me with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and again, this is this is kind of apocryphal, right? This is kind of my my my, yeah. my experience with or it. Glenn, uh, whoever, some, I don't... <laughs> yeah, some some people would say, you know, you got to start the education early. You got to start in the fall. You got to get out there um, and and identify it early. Um, you know, we don't have the luxury of that at this yeah. point. Um, and so, um, you know, I would say, in my view, if, if so, um, let me step back. If there's, if there's an override budget it has to be approved by town meeting, right? So the, 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 the town meeting warrant is going to be reviewed by uh, the warrant committee in March, largely February, March. Uh, right. So it seems to me we'd have to have something in place for them to review shortly after this special town meeting in February, right? Okay. Um, and then then it's an exercise, uh, you know, so, so our technical requirements are get it on the butt, get it on the warrant, see if the town meeting approves it and then typically the election would be sometime in june right um okay. so uh so uh, so that's the timing on the technical side on the public education thank side, you that, i just i really didn't remember yeah and and, the, and then the public education side that would be some outside okay. group that you know i wrote it all day. couldn't be us that would be some outside group that would that would take the mantle of deciding when and how and how much they want to they want to uh, they want to advocate for or against um, uh, that kind of budget. Other comments and questions. Um, what about the idea of um, of meeting next week and seeing where we are on um, those uh, those known unknowns that we are trying to work down to to quote a, a former Secretary of Defense. <laughs> Can you give me 10 seconds to go run and grab my book? Yeah, take your time, Aaron. No need to run. 
What information do you think we're going to have next Monday that we don't have now? Hopefully we'll have free cash. Uh, okay. You know, we may, which, which could, as, as, uh, as Nick said, maybe that's, maybe that's a, a big one. Uh, hopefully we'll have some, maybe we'll have more on, on new growth and insurance. And uh, to the extent that Nick is able to coordinate with other departments in town, you know, police, fire, school, uh, to the extent that uh, he can work on the expenditure side, maybe we have some update on the expenditure side as well. Ada? Um, <clears throat> thank you. Um, one of the things that has changed since um, I was thinking about this, and I think we were thinking about this override, is, is that we're not looking to buy a convent. Um, and the, um, <clears throat> the thinking that um, to try to do a, a debt exclusion override and a, and a budget override in the same year would be too much. Um, and my sense of, of where we are with the school building project is we, we are likely not looking for a debt exclusion override this year. We've got some, some groundwork to do. Um, on that, which makes me kind of inclined to, if if you know, if we do need this um, operational override, that and it seems seems that uh, we might, that it's it would be a year to do that. Then um, that's just my thoughts. And one other thing that that occurred to me as you were going through the different departments is <clears throat> the. Um, request from the school building committee. I'm not sure what um, has been has come in there, but that's another budgetary item <clears throat> that I think we need to consider. Yeah. Thank you, Ada. I think that's I think those are all all important uh, all important things. Uh, Amy. So in response to Ada's comment, um, I haven't seen a financial request from them. Nick, have you from school building? We had a placeholder for design of the convent project. Obviously, that um, article will need to be changed. So I asked, I emailed Sean actually over the weekend to inquire into what he thought he might need um, in terms of funding um, for mm -hmm. the next 12 months, assuming Gala Road is the direction that the school building committee continues to move in. Um, so I'll follow up with him, but I had emailed him over the weekend on that. Okay. So right now there's nothing, there isn't anything in there for that. Not in the numbers that we've looked at today. Yeah. Other comments and questions on item two. All right. Um, thanks everyone. Uh, appetite for, um, following up next uh, Monday or Tuesday or you know soon thereafter I think I think I think um, sooner is better than later uh, you know to the extent we get information then we should you know hopefully ingest it and see how it tailors our view on these things I'm good Mike um, my, my next week is actually pretty nice so maybe we'll we'll load it up and have a bunch of meetings <laughs> no we're, I'm good <laughs> Time next week works for me too. This is good. You want to? This time doesn't work for me, but you know, don't. So I'm I'm not available next Monday morning. Is Tuesday better for you, Selena? If that works, I mean, so with that, I, we have a finance committee meeting. Would that be in lieu of that, uh, Betty? 
It depends. Uh, I don't know because it depends on what's. We have we meeting with the warrant committee tomorrow night, mm. and I think that they will be coming back with questions, and we may need to have that finance meeting to talk about those questions and get our answers together. I don't know. We could give you we could give you an update. You know, maybe we could just take the first fifteen minutes of your meeting or whatever, and, and then give you an update, and then let you go about your business. Does it, might that work for you, Betty? Sure. Um, so what time do you are you meeting on Tuesday? Maybe we'll and you know you eight thirty eight thirty. So so maybe we I, I, again I don't know what the appetite is for eight. We maybe we could meet at eight and then you guys could. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry. I thought you said next week was wide open. It is. That <laughs> means I get to sleep. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> no, so maybe, I could do. I mean, I for you for you guys, I I would I would I would get up a half hour early. <laughs> Well, it, it's at the pleasure of, of of all you. If you want to start at eight thirty and this and 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 just get done and and get done with our update in ten or fifteen, I can I can't see us going more than ten or fifteen minutes on an update. There's only a few points, so you want to do eight thirty. Um, we meet in person at, in the um, superintendent's conference room at eight thirty. So you guys could plug into our meeting if we met by Zoom, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, do that. So 8.30 next Tuesday, we'll plug in by Zoom. You, you guys can plug in for the beginning and then we'll go off on our own and you'll go off on, on your own. Okay. That sounds okay. good. Great. All right, item 2A is uh, update uh, on FY22. I think it probably means FY23 closeout and free cash. Um, anything more on that or did we cover that, Nick? No, covered. We, we received notice that DLS is working on our number, but uh, no news since then. Okay, item three, a discussion update, American Rescue Plan. Uh, anything on this one? No, just the same thing. We're, we're continuing to go through the projects to nail down that number, which we should hope to do so um, in the you know next week or so. Right, item four, S&P ratings, February 2023 bond issuance and un upcoming bond issuances. We got a little bit of this. Anything more on that, Nick? No, just um, AAA was affirmed, which is good news. The S&P report um, said good things about Milton, which we're happy to hear. Um, they, the bond sale is next week, Tuesday the 7th, I believe is the final date. So we'll be able to finalize our debt service budget after that. Um, you know, interest rate environment is tough, but hopefully we'll get some good numbers and um, go from there. We have a select board meeting on, on, on Tuesday the 7th, is that right? Yes. All right, so good. We'll have our meeting on, on Tuesday morning and then we maybe we can report something out uh, to the select board that, that evening. Item five is uh, future meeting dates, which I think we we discussed. So I think we're I think we're at the close of our agenda. Wow, I'm loving this. All right, see, see, all right, it's see, Aaron. Come on, I can go back to bed. Give me a little break, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Uh, motion to adjourn at what time are we at? We're at uh, nine twelve. Nine twelve. So I'm making that motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. I'll second. All those in favor, Aaron? Aye. And myself, yes. Um, do the school people need to do anything or can we can we uh, can we close the Zoom? Motion to adjourn. <laughs> I second. We have to do the roll. We have to do the roll call too, I think, don't we? Glenn? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Motion to adjourn. Anyone want to second that? Second. Okay, so we're going to take a vote. Um, Beverly? Yes. Selena? Yes. Myself? Yes. We're all set.
in all right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Have a nice hey. week. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.